Welcome back to the National Weather Service and the National Hurricane Center right here in Miami. And we get the latest updates live right here in our operations area. So let's look at it. Let's start off with the radar. You can still see, you know, you can still see that center of this storm and some of the rain bands getting real close to the coast and some of those even on shore. Some heavy rainfall, tropical downpours, and you know, at times you get some gusty winds associated with these. The latest information we have about 95 miles east northeast of Daytona Beach, so still hovering right off the shore. Winds, latest winds 105 miles an hour and north northwest movement at eight miles an hour. So with time, we're expecting this to continue to move towards the north. And this is the latest forecast that we have that's updated. So if you kind of get in here, we can kind of look at see where the winds are. So that's part of, of the, the trouble that we're going to have with this storm, but it's going to be more about the water with time. But let's look at the timing and actually some of our watches and warnings here. So here we are, eight o'clock this morning. And then tonight, early Thursday morning, right there off the Georgia, the South Carolina coast, with time right along the coast. And if you think about it, there's there's the cone. Let me outline that. So our forecast right now keeps it really close to the coast, but a little wobble could take it right on shore and bring some of those winds. So that right there is 2 p.m. on Thursday. This is 2 a.m. on Friday, right there approaching the Outer Banks. Some of the winds are already approaching there, but it's not going to be till Saturday, 2 a.m., way over here, Dennis that we're going to finally get this out of here. So we've been dealing with this hurricane for quite a long time. And on those closest approaches, we still have those hurricane warnings right there as you approach close to the coast. And for Georgia, tropical storm warnings, we're a little further offshore. But look, portions of Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, that's a hurricane warning because we're so close to the coast. And that means hurricane force winds anywhere within 36 hours. The watch up here for the outer banks um, of, of North Carolina, even sneaking up here a little into Virginia, and that's because you can get hurricane force winds within 48 hours. So really watching this close, watching the path. Let's talk about some of those impacts that we're going to have. Here's something that I, that I wanted to show, a great tool from the Weather Prediction Center in College Park. A couple different areas. We also have this in South Texas. This is Fernand that's coming on shore into Mexico, but could get some heavy rain in South Texas. So if you're watching from other areas of South Texas, you know, just kind of think about some of the rainfall that you can get in northern Mexico and also into South Texas, but Dorian, that's what we're talking about for Florida and also Georgia and South Carolina. This is the day one uh, problems that we can have with some of the rain. That's a moderate risk right in there. And then if we march it forward with time, this is day two, a high risk by the Weather Prediction Center is the highest that they could, they could really issue because this is just a dangerous situation. So anywhere in there, you can have some significant rainfall um, that can occur. A high risk, this is South Carolina and North Carolina towards the Outer Banks, and that's day two. So that's looking into, into tomorrow. And if we march on with time, still doesn't go away. The Outer Banks, portions of, of North Carolina and also Virginia there can get some significant rainfall. So if we really dial into getting a little closer to exactly what we mean, this is a great way to illustrate it. This is actually the rainfall forecast from the Weather Prediction Center, looking at that track. And any little shift in that track could also shift some of these values. But for now, Georgia summit seeing some of this rain. The values in orange, six to ten inches. Let me outline it through Georgia, through South Carolina, North Carolina, 
all the way up to really close to the, the Virginia border there, anywhere in there, 6 to 10 inches. But notice, 10 to 15, really, really close to the coast, 10 to 15 portions of, of South Carolina, North Carolina um, moving northward. So that could cause some significant flooding. And remember, we talk about the track. Some of these values can shift a little more inland if we have a little shift in the actual track. The other Carolina where the storm surge four to six feet it could get significantly inland with time so we'll have to watch that just all on the coast know your zone listen to those local emergency managers just make sure that you're taking precautions because that's a lot of storm surge and, and so important not just not just those barrier islands not just the beaches but some areas can stretch in significantly with time so we're going to watch it one example if we can zoom in it's just one example of many you start looking about the, the Pamlico Sound you start getting to, to North Carolina some of these areas can see the storm surge, not just on the Barrier Islands. This is a good example of how the water gets pushed into these areas, and then by the time you get to where the river's end, it piles up. Some of that water piles up. So be careful. Know your zone. Listen to those local officials, and then if they tell you to leave, you just got to leave. We're going to go check out uh, the Tropical Analysis Forecast Branch real quick. They get some new information for us. Really trying to keep the, the mariners safe out there. Um, I was talking to Scott a little bit ago, and he got some new data in about the, the seas. I mean, with this different ways that we can see the seas. Scott, try to keep mariners safe out there, just an important factor. You got some new information, just wanted to share with everybody. Yeah, you can see here we're uh, analyzing the wave field uh, associated with uh, Dorian and all of the entire Atlantic. But here's these uh, bright colors. We've got uh, wave heights 12 feet up to maybe 35 feet to the north of Dorian. But it's as it was lifting northward, and you can see last night some of the scatterometer winds, the winds current actually acts to amplify the wave heights and I've gotten some uh, wave measurements here in the 10 to 19 feet between Florida and the Bahamas. Those are those swells that are opposing the Gulf Stream. You can see a little better depiction here uh, on the internet here. Some exact values as high as 19 feet in the Gulf Stream off of Palm Beach all the way down to about 10 off of Key Largo. Thank you Scott. So some big waves out there. This is Ken Graham. We are live in our operations area. 